0: I don't like Dunkin Donuts coffee. Uh I like their breakfast sandwiches so much so that even though we were going there for coffee after eating Culver's, yeah. I needed to have a bagel breakfast sandwich okay. because that's what I get when I go in there. Do you have any other places that are like that where like you go if you go there for a different purpose, you're not happy, like you use it for a specific job? Cuz Dunkin Donuts the job for me is breakfast sandwiches.
1: Yeah. I think, I think there are places that I go to and there's a thing that I really love at that place that I always get. And if I don't get that at that place, then it defeats the purpose of me going there. Like, I love the nachos at Buddy's. If I go to Buddy's, I only go there, like, and, and lately, it's probably twice a year that we go to Buddy's. Um, if I don't take the opportunity to get those nachos, the southern barbecue nachos, when we do go there then i may have missed out for a whole another 6 months on the on the very best nachos in my life so if i were to go there and say i'm not feeling nachos today i'm just going to get something else that would be a waste yeah there's no reason to go there and not get you know not get the texas southern nachos so i think that's what you
0: mean right yeah I, that's that's what i mean yeah you know it's weird is is my place is like that uh, I normally like the thing that's not necessarily the most popular thing on the uh, the menu. I think
1: that's such a hipster thing to do, though. I like that. Feels no. like it's playing right into your sensibilities of like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like this mainstream stuff.
0: I'm but, gonna get. I, I I'm not gonna it, go get
1: a Starbucks I see it as coffee. This more weird.
0: Like, like the places have lots of stuff on the menu, so in a way, you should be able to choose whatever you like. We go to this local diner, and I get a. Uh, uh, greek omelet with euro meat like every single time yeah and every time i tell that to people they're like oh yeah well i mean don't you just get burgers there that's a burger place yeah so it's like if this was ihop right like in and people were like hey i love their big mouth burgers and you're like no, that's a pancake place. You get supposed to get there.
1: Pan- Maybe that's why they changed it to IHOP.
0: <laughs> you you need to get pancakes to combat there. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to be like a more like broad mainstream, whatever. But uh, the nacho places you're talking about, uh, buddies. Yeah. Like, like like that place to me, I've always gotten nachos there. So why ever get any anything else like? Yeah. When you get something that that's that good, it it also makes me not want to get nachos elsewhere. I don't know if you have that. No, I
1: always get nachos. (laughs) Hey where I go.
0: I will not make me not like nachos. (laughs) Make you not like nachos. I don't know if I could do that because nachos are my favorite. Impossible. So, um, I was, I was scrambling for things to do today and, oh, welcome to make me like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandon. This is Jeff. It's Bizarro Day. Oh, the okay. That was dumb. <laughs> I'm Jeff. He's Brandon. Um, so I was, I was struggling with picking something and I'm just going to go with the thing that was in my head that I kept saying, no, that's dumb. Yeah. You're not going to be able to tell a good story about it. And Brandon's not going to like it anyway, rather than anything else that I was trying to make. I was searching for something perfect and there's not something. So I'm going to come back to what, uh, what it is. Okay. Um, I want to make you like world wrestling entertainment. WWE formerly known
1: as WWF. Yes. Interesting. Okay.
0: And I particularly want to say that my favorite part of WWE is not the actual matches. It's all of the other stuff, Ooh. like all of the interviews, the still within the context yeah, of the show within, right? with right within the show. But like, like the wrestling's all right. Like, I, uh, especially I think they're great athletes. I think the ability to do the fake fighting in kind of like this it's a it's a dance it's a it's a uh, performance yeah Uh, you're relying on another person or a couple of other people um, because really like in order for it to look cool or i don't want to say real because real isn't what i'm going for right they call it sports
1: entertainment they call it sports entertainment
0: it's sports adjacent right for sure um it's kind of like uh uh when they call all uh um they call all people that play video games competitively e-gamers right like we talked about before right 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 so it, there's words for all of these things. I really appreciate all the athleticism. I think it's amazing. But something that I really, really dig is I love when uh, they're fighting in, in the wrestling and the whole place will go black and someone's music will come on. Yeah. And, the uh, you know, it's a surprise. The pageantry
1: and of like... The, all the pageantry
0: yeah. of all of this stuff. And really none of it matters because they're all... You know, there it's all scripted and yeah. and, and everything like that. But um, you know, to a, to a certain extent, like you can you can only script it so far, mm-hmm. right? You have to go out there and you have to make your body do what it does, right? And I think that there's a lot of um, improvisation. There's a there's a dance to it. Yep. Like you have, um, you're only as good as you make your partner look. Yep uh because you have to really sell stuff uh you have to sell when when someone suplexes you like the pain the the way that you land like all of that can make the other person look like they're powerful or they're getting the upper hand or or anything like yeah, that yeah 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 and so i i really appreciate how um how much everyone relies on one another and in particular i don't watch wwe live anymore do you watch it Um, at all anymore i watch youtube videos like youtube recaps of things okay and i mostly skip over the condensed matches and i just watch like becky lynch talk
1: and becky lynch is
0: she's she's a, a wwe superstar okay right now um she's kind of uh she she was starting to rise in prominence. They put her against Ronda Rousey, who's also in WWE now. Because oh, is she? She's washed up as a MMA fighter. Oh wow, it's uh, a leap. Yeah, <laughs> and and so she's she's in there. She's the I think she's the maybe the Raw woman's Champion because they got really? it, they got it separated oh. like Raw and SmackDown are the two different like stables or productions or whatever. Okay, I understand it a lot. Less than I did when I was actively watching it in the Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock era. That's like the era of when I was a preteen that I came up on watching, like SmackDown Live regularly, or whatever. So how
1: how into it were you at that time?
0: I would say that like uh, on. Uh, I, I was I was I was pretty into it. I wasn't as into it as I was like the traditional sports that I was into. Yeah. Um. But it was something that I I it was appointment television for me between the ages of twelve and fifteen.
1: Okay. That helps contextualize sort of like your affinity t- towards
0: yeah. it. However. I really, I have not watched, I definitely haven't watched a full production uh, on like from start to finish since I was probably 18 or 19. Yeah. And since it, like going into college, I just, I just lost it. I, I, didn't, I didn't really follow it much anymore. I've been getting into it now more because I think I was watching like some old matches, probably like some old Undertaker matches or again, I, I love the Undertaker because of the character, right? Mm. Like this undead guy, his music is, is, is really like creepy and it, he, he walks out to the ring real, real slowly. Yeah. Like I love all of these, like the characters They're, they're It's really campy, <laughs> but it's, it, it, I don't. I think when I was twelve to fifteen, I was like Stone Cold Steve Austin's a badass. He comes out to the ring, smashes beer cans together, guzzles beer. The Rock is like the epitome of cool, like people's eyebrow. And he was a heel
1: first, though, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then they—he was so popular that you know he turned him good. He basically became babyface. Yeah. Okay. So it's heel and babyface. That those are both The Rock. Those are those those are terms for like. wrestling characters like if you turn like genre of character no it's it's sort of like uh you you hear a lot like heel turn where like oh. a babyface character will turn heel where oh. basically a good guy goes to a bad guy and and, and in a lot of cases their are the foundation of their character doesn't really change sometimes sometimes wrestlers get entirely new characters and it's yeah. almost like they're reborn and and, and, and never yeah. existed before but like um it, it just um how how they maintain these characters over time? Like the Undertaker still wrestles every once in a while. They pull him out of mothballs. I think they they struggle a little bit to like keep people's attention. So they bring out these legends that they know that has draw. But it just kind or of is, bring the old folks back. or the old fans back into think, the fold. I think the old folks is is a good is a good. In way that to do case, it. probably yeah. There's guys yeah. that are 50 years old that are wrestling every wrestling once in a legends, while. yeah. And, and and they put them in matches and sometimes have them defeat these 20 something year old uh wrestlers right. and stuff and and that just kind of speaks to more of why I like it I mean it's it's not rooted in reality no. whatsoever uh, would you
1: agree with the the sentiment that it's soap operas for men? I mean that's a that's an antiquated, term but like you know i i've heard that in the past
0: there's there's some similarities to it to where like in order to enjoy it you kind of have to suspend your desire for reality yeah like you want it to be something more than that you want it to be to the extreme
1: it's i mean it's in that it's an ongoing story with a rotating cast of characters that lasts decades, right? Absolutely. Um, and and you know it's 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 ultimately not about the wrestling, but it's there's characters and storylines that you care about mm-hmm. and team ups and and things of that nature that get you to tune in next week, right? Right. It's not oh I want to see the uh, the. The move that this guy is going to do, it's really, I want to see the resolution of this plot line.
0: Yeah. And and I think, like, uh, wrestling fans mm-hmm. that are really into it still, I would not categorize myself as a wrestling fan that's, like, super into it still. Yeah. They're following all of that. They're reading blogs that, uh, like, it leaks out, like, what's going to happen sure. and stuff like that. Which is, it, it's kind of a cool... lot of people hate hate it like say like it's so stupid if you know what's going to happen why do you want to watch it but it's like it 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 is an art um and I think uh the ongoing nature of soap operas and the kind of um uh close to real life but really kind of crazy out there-ness of the characters those two things um I I think are similar um something that knowing my current state something that I wanted to mention to you is just like a way to um, possibly to be okay with liking it. Um, I know you've mentioned in the past, like you don't watch a lot of TV um, that is like outside the realm of um, I'm going to watch this either as a family yeah. or, or just with my wife and we're going to focus on series and um, really like if it's not high priority, right like i i have so many in, you have so much content in your queue yeah that something like that is never going sure. it, to it's deep reach dives there. into right. a
1: smaller section selection yeah. of things yeah
0: yeah i find it really interesting that in particular i mentioned Be- uh, becky lynch earlier i've followed kind of her rise from rel- it, relatively unknown i think people that are more discerning saw it uh, longer ago but a few months ago um, she started to challenge Ronda Rousey for, uh, you know, a title shot and everything yeah. like that. And she entered into, man, I'm going to, if wrestling fans are going to, uh, uh, listen to this, they're going to skewer me. But I think, uh, she might've been in the Royal, was it was at the Royal Rumble that she was in, but some, uh, one of the other wrestlers, um, actually punched her in the face uh-huh like like d- d- messed up yeah didn't do it right and broke her nose right and she was like an absolute mess uh a like bloody mess and had a concussion oh and it cost her the ability to um uh, be in the title match with oh. Ronda Rousey yeah um, maybe it was like it, it was like a Thursday night event, and then there was a pay per view on the uh, on the Sunday that followed. It was like a short period of time. Yeah. She was supposed to fight Rousey in the in the title. Medically event
1: could not compete
0: and couldn't. Okay. Right, and WWE did this whole behind the scenes stuff where they were showing her like talking about like she just got out seeing the doctor and the do- and she was like, uh, "Doctor says I can't wrestle. I I, I want to get out there." And, like, and was that
1: real or was that like put on in the same like kind of? storyline it's like
0: it's like in the in-between space like that's that's real that that part's real but like she's somewhat still in character yeah she goes around to the late night shows now because she's been on like uh, like done the late night show rounds and um uh like she's she's in character but not in character she's just like an intriguing personality to me
1: interesting i've never heard of this person before
0: um so like in particular i think that like I think that Becky Lynch is someone that I'm like interested in because Google now has been saying, you're interested in this.
1: <laughs> you you showed in enough interest in it that it's like a.
0: I watched enough Undertaker videos oh, to yeah. where it, it it recommended I got into WWE's pipeline and right. it started feeding me this stuff. And you know what? Google was right. Yeah. I, liked, I liked seeing it. And they're mostly showing me promos, so I'm following her advancement. Yeah, without watching her wrestle hardly, just at by
1: all. like the the headings of of yeah. articles. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, is there a differentiation between Ronda Rousey and this this Becky and the WWE divas? So, from what I understand, like I, uh, before this conversation, yeah. my impression was anything that was the men were WWE, and anything that was women was the divas,
0: which that doesn't sit well with me. Becky Lynch's self proclaimed nickname is the man,
1: okay? Which so is she, which is, she which is went awesome out of her way to that. uh separate herself from the deep di- because to me, the the whole diva thing is and and this is from a very ignorant. Perspective of someone who doesn't participate or hasn't watched or followed this at all is like, um, you know, really pretty girls who are like jostling each other to get the men excited. And and it's it's very like misogynistic and they're like they're they're spraying each other with like cans of uh, beer or whatever. During the
0: Attitude Era, especially like like late nineties and into the early part of, uh, the two thousands. Yeah. That, that was how women's wrestling was. And I think it feels really antiquated and it's, I can't speak for the whole change of direction that they've gone because I'm not actually watching every stitch of film that comes out of, uh, these events. Yeah. However, um, I think bringing Ronda Rousey in. Yep. um, And they've got way more women now. Um, They had an entire women's pay-per-view event. Did they? And uh, they brought back like some um, uh, really popular, like older uh, uh, women from the Attitude era, like Trish Stratus and um, oh shoot, what uh, Leah uh, and uh, other other women that were like. Kind of the elite women yeah. back then. They they had that whole thing, but I think the storylines are more like these are wrestlers. Yeah, and they're women that can actually. They're not props. Wrestle. No, the, the other ones felt like props. And you know, Ronda Rousey. I mean, yeah. Ronda Rousey could like actually kick most people's ass, right? Yeah. And so, like, and she's an athlete. And um like I said, I'm not watching a lot of the matches right yeah. now. And I probably should just to see how technically um, I, I'm not gonna say technically sound because it's not like I'm an expert on it, but like how much entertainment value yeah. like I have from like, wow, I really like how they supported each everything that I talked about there. Yeah. But um, you make a good point that I didn't like intentionally think about. Um, I've been drawn to the women's side of stuff that they're doing because it feels like more compelling of characters mm-hmm. more so than like these are pretty women, which um, Becky Lynch is, is 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 a is a attractive woman. Okay. Um, and I think Ronda Rousey is an attractive woman too. Um, and you know other other women. You know, I think that that's still something that they look for. But again, um, uh, Dwayne Johnson's attractive man, sure. as well. And you know, like they're on TV, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah. as far as like the objectification, like I feel like that's not at least front and center and it's more like um in line with where we're at in our cultural evolution yeah yeah in in today's world um
1: which which hasn't always been the case right no
0: i think wwe it, it, their their demographics are historically have not been towards like equal rights well it's for,
1: it's almost been the opposite yeah, right it's it's
0: they've been it, one of the most heinous um e- yes uh Kind of offenders of that,
1: and and I think that's why I've had um, the whole concept of WWE at an arm's length because my exposure to it was that, and and like, ugh, I and and seeing the people in the crowd. And I'm like, I don't identify with those people at all, and I don't want to be lumped in with those people holding up the Austin 316 signs and like <laughs> ripper panties off or whatever it is that they're saying.
0: So like, it's I, crazy. Like I didn't even think about that before, but like I loved uh, uh, Stone Cold. And, yeah, and and was never like that that demographic. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, like
1: and that that completely tr- like forget about anything that's happening in the ring. All the stuff outside of the ring, I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I feel out of place. So I actually went to a to a WWE event, probably. Oh man! Early two thousands. I've never like been.
0: I can't wait to hear this.
1: Okay, so um, a good buddy of ours uh, was a local DJ, and he um he got tickets to the wrestling event at uh the Breslin Center, the okay. local uh, yeah. You know, the local uh, place there.
0: The local hangout for the student folk. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. For so, athletic events. So, th- so,
1: this is important to the to the context of the story. Um, and then my buddy Josh, we've talked about in in a previous episodes, um, who he and I made circles together, and he let us use the which theme I'm song. liking, by the way. Oh, nice. nice. Four for we'll episodes. Talk, we'll talk in. about that. Yeah. Um. So we went to the and and he, the rest of them, the rest of the guys that I went with, big WWE fans. Me. No idea whatsoever what this is all about. So we go and um, you know, the present Center is where the Michigan State Spartans play. M- Magic Johnson, the most famous uh alumni of, yeah. of you know of that team and the and the most popular player um his jerseys hang from the rafters there. So in this match, a guy comes out in chainmail, right? I think it's Scott Steiner or something like that. Okay. And, and uh, during this, you know, the the posturing part of the process, they're, you know, talking and stuff like that. And the guy who's the bad guy looks up into the rafters and says, I'm not going to wrestle in a – or something to the effect of, you guys glorify people with AIDS here. <laughs> Or something like that. Oh, I and don't even. Boo! Mean. Lots of boos. That's awful. And I'm getting pissed because I'm like Magic Johnson's one of my favorite. You know, is like yeah. the epitome of Michigan State basketball, and I'm an alumnus, and um, and I was getting pissed, you know. And then I, fe- then I feel myself like, okay, what's happening here? They're intentionally trying to rile people up, yep. right? And there's, there's just so much of that, and you know, I was talking about this afterwards with someone else who was there and they're like you know what magic johnson's brother was there and he was laughing you know yeah. that that's kind of like how you yeah. know it's it's it's, it's but, all for show right and it's
0: so extreme to to the point where like like if you get really upset about it they've got you because you're just too into it
1: right right it's it's like um uh rush limbaugh howard stern it's like if 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 you're pissed off you're listening. If you're really into it, you're listening. Either way, they've got subscribers, right?
0: And if you laugh at it, I mean, you're probably – that's kind of where I'm at. Like if yeah. I heard I, – I just laughed. I right. was like, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and at that same event, so um, this is about the time where Stacey Keebler um, – she, she used to date uh, George Clooney. So she was one of like the ring girls, right? And I think at I think throughout the her time with the organization, um, she went from just the person who was like the 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 arm candy, bring you know walking out with the guys to one of the divas that is actually like wrestling in the thing. Um, but you know we had pretty good seats, and so she comes and stands in front of me, and then like just kind of like. Bends over a little bit and looks back at me and like does a little wiggle shake. I'm like, "What is happening here? <laughs> I didn't know this was part of part of the part of the show or something." But I was like, "Wow!" So uh, then I like look up online and like, who, "Who is this person?" and stuff. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, Man. And 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 the part that so this interaction with this person made me like re- look into it more and I was like, "Okay, well, you know, what's going on with this?" and then. I saw all the clips of like she's walking in and then the other girl will rip off her skirt and she's like just there in her underpants or something or or, like they'll rip her shirt and then she has to like cover up so that, you know, she's like embarrassing me. And I'm like, this is really sick. You know, I was like, I am not for any of this. Um, so that's why I was asking about like, OK, so when you talk about this, you know, you know Ronda Rousey and, and this other woman who are like really, really the stars right now. That's a huge departure from what my exposure was at that time, which was like, this is really kind of chauvinistic.
0: I don't know any male wrestlers right now. And uh, Google's not feeding me yeah. any of those videos. Maybe it's-
1: there's so so much of an emphasis on the on the others that it's. That's the highlight right now.
0: Yeah, it it, it could be. I, I I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it. I think I think it's really cool to see. Um. So it just I it's hard to explain. Um, yeah. she's Irish. Okay. Um, and she play. I think she leans into that accent really really hard. It's kind of like a um. It's kind of like a, a McGregor versus uh, uh, Mayweather, you know, Mayweather kind of kind of thing that they got sure. going with with Rousey and uh, um, and Becky Lynch, um, and and she and, and I, I don't know. I, I just think you should check out the character. Okay, but th- the other thing too, there is like, no matter what they're trying to accomplish or the time that they're in, like wrestling is always about being. A departure from life like yeah like did escapism they, did they actually say that like no that's not that's not okay like i i saw a video recently it's a non-wwe thing where a female uh wrestler um uh, appeared to take a her tampon out and shove it down her opponent's throat what? no Yeah. No. So, I mean, she actually did this. Now, I don't think it was a a you like like she was using it currently, Um, but like that's that's the thing is like that's always um, kind of part of wrestling culture is that they do go too far. They go there. They go there, and sometimes it's not. It, it's not met well, and obviously that's a non WWE event. I feel yeah. like WWE is more um, of a mainstream audience, and that would just not be acceptable. They've got
1: cause... a brand to protect, and, and they got
0: TV deals, right? Right, right. right. Like okay. this was something I watched on a on a Twitter video with a shaky <laughs> shaky phone <laughs> right. thing. You know, um, like mall tramplings on Black Friday. But again, if it's wrestling and it's popular. Google's hit me up with it like yeah. hey this is what you like and you know what I watched this and I was like you know what I'm glad that I know about this I'm not really a fan of this but yeah I'm glad that I know that people are doing yeah <laughs> this in the field yeah well let, let me let me ask you this you grew up with a brother who
1: how, how what's the age difference between you and your brother
0: my brother is I think 14 months younger than me right so you guys are really close in age
1: yeah and At the time that you were really into this, you know, into the WWE, um, were you and he like beating each other up and jumping off the bed and and landing on each other and giving each other noogies
0: and stuff? So my brother, uh, I think, he's not a black belt, but my brother did taekwondo for a long time. So, uh, and my brother was a wrestler in high school. And I even think that maybe my um, interest in wrestling was because he was into it it might come from him interesting um and he's your younger brother he's my younger brother um my younger brother has been able to beat me up uh ever since i can remember sure he (laughs) is my younger brother but he is my enforcer um he he's the he's always been more physically uh inclined yeah okay (laughs) yeah uh and, uh, and I, I mean, I love my brother. I don't say that yeah, yeah. To, to say he's a meathead or anything, right. uh, but he's a meathead. <laughs> uh, but we used See, to, you guys
1: are watching this together.
0: You're beating the crap out of each other. We used to make other. championship belts yeah. out of paper plates and wrap them in foil yes. and, um, and then use his, uh, taekwondo belts, uh, to, to make the belts. Like, yeah. like we'd get really involved and then we'd come up with character names and we'd stage whole events where we played multiple different, um, characters that we had created, yeah. Um, this, we,
1: was, this was this was part of your yeah relationship with him was yeah. your affinity for this thing and something that you could experience together, reenact together, yep. right?
0: Yeah, and um, you know, all all fake stuff, but we did get hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure, <you laughs> right? Did. Like, yeah. but,
0: but we thought it was. I mean, we thought it was cool. We used to play. Um, uh, we used to uh, play WrestleMania uh, yep. just as much as Goldeneye. Oh yeah and yeah. just as much as Mario Kart I mean like those sure. were the 3 uh, 3 games at that point in time and Yeah yeah it was a really cool it was a really cool game you could customize uh characters. you could make your own wrestler, right Yes yeah, so you can make yourself but yeah. more likely like you make like these outlandish characters yeah. and you build persona I've always been I've always been into that my brother's been into like the actual physical a uh, sure. part of it um just cuz he was into it Yeah um and so yeah um yeah it, it goes back
1: definitely for me definitely and I who grew up with three sisters um (laughs) you know did not have that experience right and I remember going over to my buddy Dan's house like I spent the night at my buddy Dan's house in sixth grade and he has a younger brother and Saturday morning the WWE show I mean at the time it was WWF um, the show came on, it was like a Saturday morning show, or it almost must noon, right? After the cartoons, there was the show. Is this
0: like late 80s? This, this early was 90s? probably early, early 90s, yeah. So like Bret Hart? And um,
1: you know what? Honestly, I feel like Ultimate it was Warrior. Junkyard Dog and Hulk Hogan still in Iron Sheik. Road Warriors. And Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper or whatever. Yeah. Um. All those. I might like be. Like the golden era. This might be an amalgamation of a bunch of different memories for me, but I remember, um, it coming on, and I'm like, I don't want to be watching this. And then my buddy Dan and his brother, you know, they're watching it and getting into it, and then start <laughs> smacking each other and, like, putting each other in headlocks and stuff. And I was like, wait, what's going on? It's it's so it's sort of like, a, um, uh, you know, the snake charmer, like, who plays the flute, and then all of a sudden the snake starts dancing. It's such a, it... This thing comes on, and then you hear the ding, 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 and then you just start
0: beating the crap out of each other. Yep. I, re- I, I remember... Not so much just me and my brother as kids, but like real, real little. Um, had to have been, shoot, less than um, seven years old. Yeah. Um, I remember the the golden WWF logo. I remember Bret Hart was like, like the man. Yeah. At that point in time, Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Mike. I was a big Bret Hart fan um, in the early nineties, but I remember I remember the early nineties. And we were living in a more densely populated neighborhood at that point before we moved out to a less, you know, less of a suburban neighborhood. And we would go over to my friend's house. And my friend was like, God, I'm like, Jason didn't get me into it. My brother didn't get me into it. It was like these, these kids made me aware of it in the neighborhood. But yeah, like I went over and I, I remember watching the event or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'd get like hit. Right, like, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden we're fighting and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, I do think it's um, God, it, I don't know that I want uh my son uh, necessarily. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, getting it's into different it. now. Yeah, it's... but it, yeah, I watch it now and it doesn't make me like, like well turn yeah. to my wife and, and clothesline her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. That would well, not end well.
1: No, it wouldn't. Not for you. Yeah. I mean, I know your wife would kick your ass mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but, you know. I was not a wild kid. I was not like a, a, a rough house boy. And I, in a group of like neighborhood rough house boys, I would find a way out of that situation, you know, really? and, and, and everyone's in, you know, in the dark basement throwing stuff at each other. Do you I think find that's a way in to your DNA
0: out. or do you think that's because you grew up with sisters?
1: I think it's in my DNA um, because, you know what, I, my sisters and I, we... Would wrestle and and fight and and throw yeah. things at each other and stuff like that. Um, just not in that same like, uh, grandiose WWF way. Right. It was di- it was different, but it was. Or was I,
0: it more authentic? <laughs> it was like like you were pissed. Or, yeah, the, the character or development was way better. <laughs> no, no, no. I,
1: I I just I it was and it probably was a result of me being a smaller kid, you know, compared to my to my peers. Yeah. Um, and not wanting to get uh, the crap beat out of me. So I think that was why I was just kind of like hesitant, yeah. I think, to the whole thing. But, you know, they had that during that time, they had that cartoon, which was the Junkyard Dog and Hulk Hogan and stuff. I don't know if this is probably before your time, but there was a Saturday morning cartoon that was these characters, you know, using their their strengths to like solve crimes or whatever. That was and a then golden era of wrestling. Man. And then it led into the actual um, real wrestling Oh, so
0: that would come on later. Yeah, I
1: don't know what it was called, but it was
0: by the time I got to the point where I could make uh, decisions to watch uh, programming at a certain period of time. Yeah, they had shifted away from the uh, from the weekends, except for pay per views. Right, and it had it was Monday Night Raw and Thursday Night SmackDown. It's interesting how there's different eras in my in my life of like. Um, when I was real young, the, the era that you're talking about and just getting my uh, my shit kicked in by the neighborhood kids in their house, in their basement. And then um, probably like the late 90s, early 2000s, where, um, you know, me and my brother would just tune in appointment television yeah. kind of stuff. And we'd stage our uh, our matches and everything. But like, I, I kid you not, there was never times where we intentionally were trying to hurt each other. Um, we we ended up hurting each other because because <laughs> yeah. we were doing the stuff we were doing. Of course, but um, my brother in, in 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 particular, exercise has always exercised restraint. Like with um with me, I think it's because he knew he could he could really really hurt me. Um, because not only was he like more physically strong than sure. uh, than I was, but he was actually trained <laughs> right to to do things. Yeah, and I wasn't. Um, so it always gave me an advantage because I never I I, I hold no quarter and you know, like yeah. I'll, I I beat him with his own shoe uh, yeah. as adult at one point, um, but I, 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 and that's transitioned into like this adult period where like I'm not really a fan, yeah. But it's like just there the appreciation and, and for I'm, it and I'm just fondness yeah, for it. I'm just is yeah. it
1: nostalgia really?
0: I think. I'd be lying if I told you that there wasn't a lot of nostalgia there but the enjoyment that I have right now is distinctly different. Um I don't watch this stuff um it, it, like with the kind of investment that I had with like I want the rock to win every yeah. single match. Um it it's uh it's more like wow that character's kind of interesting. Um I haven't seen women wrestlers kind of um like developed this way mm. and the rivalries where like it actually even though I'm not even watching them perform, um, beyond like their interviews and their in-ring um uh you know taunts and and stuff like that, um it like there's something about again this Becky Lynch character that just makes me like her. And yeah and you know, for context for people that aren't you, like I really liked ronda rousey when she was mowing uh people UFC. down in mf MM, uh, yeah in oh, yeah, ufc yeah. and i was just watching the replays because yeah. i wasn't paying for pay-per-views oh, sure, right? right um but but like to s- she's not interesting to me as a wwe character mm-hmm. as a wrestler like i, th- I think like Possibly because it feels like a downgrade her, from where she was sure, sure right? I, I think that's a lot of it. but like the the trash talk isn't as good. Oh, like yeah. her interviews aren't as good. She's just like a little bit more straightforward and she lacks charisma sure sure like like Becky Lynch has that like like she she makes me feel like like the rock made me feel yeah of like you know it's not real. you know it's sensationalized. you know that they're playing it up that they're that they're playing a character, but like, like she just got it right yeah where and and i think the rock is an undeniable talent where you know he's transcended wrestling and and he's just just an all-around great entertainer right yeah um and that's just what's got me kind of i i won't go as far as to say passionate about it but just like interested it's like sticking with me i've watched probably like Twenty to thirty videos of hers right now of sure. uh, of non in ring um, uh, performances and it's it, it, and I and and I dig it yeah and especially yeah. this whole like bloody nose and like seeing behind the scenes and watching her interviews on the on the talk shows and stuff like that like I just think it's cool yeah well
1: I could I could I I'm tempted to tell you the story of my friend um, having to find crack for Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> But we don't have time for that. And that's not really my story to tell, but it is a true story. Um, instead, I want to share with you something that kind of made me appreciate WWE um, despite all of my um, uh, hangups about it mm-hmm. and experiences from it. I was, um, after I graduated high school, I started working for a camp for kids with special needs. And continue to do so throughout my college um, experience. So I'm working with these special needs kids, and all of them—I mean, all of them—were super into WWE. I mean, they're wearing the Stone Cold shirts, that, and this was this was probably about Stone Cold's um, peak, right? This yeah. is when he was he was the the most popular. Um, and I was really close with one of the students in particular his name Jason um down syndrome guy really big strong dude but the sweetest guy like he was just um his heart which which is ironic right because because um with with down syndrome I, you know there's almost always a heart condition and a heart problem that requires surgery and stuff like that okay. but these kids I tell you have got the biggest hearts of anyone I've ever known mm-hmm. and Jason was a- incredibly special to me um, and he was all about WWE yeah. drawing pictures of, and 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 talking about oh man last night on Smackdown you know this and that and um, so as I had to learn more about it to carry on these conversations tell me what do you, what do you like about Stone Cold and so, oh man he's and uh, like you know did he do like a little like uh, I don't like a hand gesture. So I don't I'm not sure what, what the whole thing was. Well,
0: Stone Cold uh, did a lot of. Uh, hand oh, gestures. the bird,
1: the, f- the middle finger. Yeah. OK,
0: but there, um, Diamond Dallas Page. Did, oh, did, the did, DDP. Did, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah.
1: OK, that, that, I must I must be thinking of a bunch of different things. But um, I'm glad I have
0: that knowledge for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's um, when I think of the WWE and that that sort of time. And this was late 90s. Mm hmm. Um, You know, I think of Jason and his giant Stone Cold shirt and the smile on his face when he would come in and he would tell me about what happened on, you know, on the show the night before and and acting out the moves and everything like that. It just it brought me so much joy because it brought him so much joy. Right. And the smile on his face, and he would laugh and laugh and laugh. And he had these 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 little glasses that sat on the end of his nose, and he'd push them up. And he's you know, you
0: know
1: running around and, and doing this stuff like a shorter push, guy, no.
0: like a shorter oh, yeah. shorter guy. And then he's got short
1: the, but very very yeah. heavy.
0: Yeah, and then and, and then the small like and then yeah. the glasses
1: on top. Oh man, just the kindest, most warm person. Yeah, that I. You know have known and i just i loved that he loved this and would share that with me and draw pictures for me of stone cold steve austin <laughs> so i have in my possession a stone cold steve austin shirt really
0: somewhere in my closet so did you watch no stuff never order, never <laughs> never you just kind of Again, like like what I knew of it was through
1: his his stories. Through his stories, they could have been completely false. I don't know, and nothing else. That's all I cared about.
0: Nothing else. No. like you saw his shirts, and yeah. so like you knew. Like it's not like you you yeah uh, you this, went you went and even like Googled pictures uh, or. No, I mean
1: this this would have been seven or eight years before I went to that event. Okay, so I had no prior experience to
0: this. it's it's non related, but it's just. I think it's so important for young people to be so wildly passionate about things yeah. that either matter universally or are just niche and entertainment for yeah. for them, right? For sure. Like whether a um whether a kid is passionate about becoming a doctor and going to Africa and curing um uh, horrible diseases. Or they're super into Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. and want to draw pictures and share that joy with anyone. I just think it's like super important to encourage young people, especially um, and, and, and adults to, to, to stick with it. It's just, you know, over time, it becomes harder and harder for, for uh, you become more balanced as you get yeah, older. For sure. but, but just like, um, you know, I see it a lot with boys. Yeah, it more than uh, more than girls. Although girls are not, um, um, uh, you know, eliminated from the equation of like having just a really niche passion that they it, it, that they obsess over. Sure, I, it, and I was a middle school teacher, so the, like the, that's kind of the age range that I'm I'm thinking of when right. I'm talking about that. But like, um, you know, like my students got me into Mac Miller. Do they really? Yeah. And I love, I love Mac Miller outright yeah. now. I, I, I just appreciate him as an artist, especially as he, as he evolved. Um, and you know, it's tragic that he's not around, um, to, uh, to continue that work. But, um, like my kids would come in and like secretly want to listen to that in the back of the classroom. Yeah. With you? Uh, not with me at first. Okay. Like, like that's it wasn't acceptable right. and, and i think you see that a lot with with kids like i i don't think wrestling was really acceptable uh, to my parents like my parents right. thought it was dumb fake and yeah and potentially harmful and yeah. you know they might have been on to something because we wanted to act it out and, yeah and, and, and everything like that right um my parents had the same impression of the simpsons <laughs> true. And true. every kid that I grew up with was obsessed with the Simpsons because I think it was like a little bit naughty. Naughty. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good term. Um, but it, but like um, I think kids need that. I think I think you need to be able to escape sometimes. Um, I think you need to be able to look to something because normally like the kids see the good. Yeah. In how in these things that might be rough. Uh, and, and, um, while their parents see the bad sometimes. Sure. And to me that repeats generation after generation a little bit.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: But, um, yeah. Uh, so now that, uh, uh, I've talked about Mac Miller, (laughs) do you, (laughs) uh, what, what do you think about, uh, uh, WWE now that, uh, we've had this conversation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it sounds like it has evolved from what I knew and my exposure to it to where it is now, where it is um less rooted in the chauvinism and misogyny and just like the um and you know what, there was a, a real uh almost white pride ish aspect to it oh, where yeah. any of the like the bad guys who were. Undertaker from a had diff- Kid
0: Rock as his Theme music for That's, for a stretch of time.
1: That says it all right there, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. But like you know the um Middle Eastern uh characters who were evil, right? And outright and so racism
0: that, in, it, in in it, misogyny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So
1: there that not good things. N- no. 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 That was my main um concern with anything WWE related, and the, and my assumption was always like um it's 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 sort of low class. Right. And, and it was, um, still might be. And well, <laughs> I can't, I can't but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and that was my, my fear was like the looking at the people in the crowd chanting so angrily and then like experiencing that in person, like the, the, the shaking of the fist towards the people in the ring and stuff, um, felt really like cultish. And I was like, I, you know, I don't, I don't want any of this.
0: But you were anxious at the, at I, the I, I, I really felt
1: like yeah. a fish out of water and I yeah. felt like I stood out, you know, yeah. Um, except for when Stacey Hepler stood in front of me and, and was like, <laughs> then you
0: felt right at like, home, like
1: fake flirting with me. I was like, well, maybe you're saying all bad, <laughs> but uh, no, um, it, it sounds like they've made concerted efforts to be more with the times mm-hmm. and as a as a pure entertainment thing that doesn't harm anybody, you know, well, except for if you're jumping off of like the banister to to body slam your brother. Um, but in terms of like uh, you know misogyny and and racism and stuff like that, if they're more inclusive, if they're they're looking to be more. Um, uh, be more inclusive Mm -hmm. then the things that I, the hangups I have about it are less. And if you're thinking about it from a pure entertainment aspect of it, then I can get on board more than 10, 15, 20. Oh my God. Probably 30 years ago now.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm old. Um, Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting there too. That's right. So I remember Hulk Hogan. (laughs) I hope Hulk Hogan remembers Hulk Hogan. I don't know, man. All those steroids. Who knows what that does to you? It, well, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so so ask me point blank.
0: Do you now like WWE?
1: Yeah, I think I think so. I yeah, I'll, I'll say yes because I think you've made some some compelling arguments about uh, the things that I don't like about it no longer. Being so prominent that it it deters me from appreciating it as a art form. So that's five to four, five points for you, four points to me. Not too bad, pretty good. Yeah, I bet you didn't think I had uh, so many anecdotes about. <laughs> I was about not WWE. expecting
0: to get so many anecdotes about WWE. Yeah,
1: and 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 we'll save Jake the Snake for for another time. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to Make Me Like This. I'm Jeff. No. I'm Brandon. I'm Brandon. Yeah. It's Bizarro Day. That's right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.